Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. Hello and welcome to Darren Goss Cricket Week on TalkSport 2. It's all square heading into the Test Series after England claimed victory in the 50-over format against a go-slow India. Well, they'll go for four. Well, they'll go for four. I reckon he's got there. He sure has. Joe scored 100. England have won the game. England have won the series. Well, what a uh, comeback from being dropped for Joe Root. Baffling tactics, though, again from India, but a deserved win for England. We will discuss the fallouts. And in the week that the Blast recorded headlines again, we'll be dissecting some balmy ideas for the 100. All this, uh, plus uh, what chance England after Sri Lanka spans South Africa out, Leach over Bess, and is Adil Rashid really ready for a test comeback? You're listening to Darren Goss Creek Week on TalkSport 2 with me and Johnny Norman. Mate, how are you doing? I'm good, thank you. Uh, good week. Um, good week for England. Um, coming back in that, I was surprised by the outcome. I thought mm. India uh, tactics in the last two one days were uh, slightly strange. Dhoni, someone who India have been heavily reliant upon over the p- past 10 years, really, uh, the finisher, in the last two games, batted probably slower than he's ever done. Yeah. Um, and it just becomes to show. I mean, when people talk uh, about the big players standing up in big games for me, Joe Root did that and showed what a world-class player is. And this is what's going to be interesting coming up in the Test Series. Coley, Coley, Virat Coley has got to stand up and show us he really is the best player in the world. I tell you what, uh, Jimmy. I love Jimmy Anderson. He's already just started to twist uh, twist the knife a little bit, hasn't he? He absolutely knows how to play the media. 
Dead bats in as well. Very straight face, but just drops a couple of those little bombs in there. Uh, talking about the pressure on Virat Kohli. Virat Kohli asked, right, um, before the T20 series and the ODI series, about the importance of the test series for him as a batsman when you consider how uh, it didn't go his way in 2014. Now, we all know Jimmy Anderson really had had him under his spell, averaged 14 throughout the series. England won it 3-1. Uh, and Vera Kohli saying, look, it's not about me. It's about the team. As long as the team do well, I'm just going to enjoy myself. Uh, Anderson, though, saying, mm, not sure that's quite true, Virat. Um, he desperately wants to do well. And Jimmy's just raising the pressure a little bit. Well, Jimmy's uh, experienced at this, and Jimmy did have him on toast uh, in that last series. And I disagree with Virat Kohli as well. I think Virat Kohli knows he has to have a top series for India uh, to succeed. When you look at the last time they won on home soil back in 2007, they had players that stood up and came to the party. And he's going to do exactly the same. Um, and, and it's a big year for Virat as well because... Like I said, he, he, this guy um, is wants to be mentioned in the same breath as a Tendulkar, Raul Dravid and all that. And he mm. already is, in, in some of his innings over the years, have been outstanding. He, he absolutely gobsmacked at some of his innings, especially in 50-over cricket. But at Test cricket, to be mentioned in that same breath, I think this year is big for him. He's got to perform against England, he's got to perform against Australia. And if he does that, we'll be then talking Virat Kohli is the best all-round player um, in the world and, and arguably one of the best ever. But I think he's got to perform in England. I'll tell you what uh, has interests me, um, moving away from Virat Kohli. Here's a question for you, Goffey. Joe Root scored 100 not out in that third ODI, uh, saw England home alongside Owen Morgan, who put in two good performances himself in the last two ODIs, two, uh, two half centuries, um, and uh, you know just came into the crease from England under, under a little bit of pressure, 86 for two in the second, 74 for two in the third. What what is it about ODI cricket that Joe Root seems more confident or able to hit uh, centuries than he does in Test cricket? Is it, is it just a coincidence? Is it just one of those things we look back on in ten years' time and say, "Oh well, it just happened like that"? Um, or is the one-day game almost more suited to Joe uh, Joe Root's style of play? Um, well, I think one-day cricket, fifty over. I think it is the biggest test of your skill. It really is because you've really? got to keep the yeah. You've got to keep the scoreboard ticking. Wow. You, when you first go in, you've got to okay. keep the scoreboard ticking and yet get yourself in. There is slips in play when Joe Root tends to come in. Yeah. Then he has to hub the, the scoring rate. We aren't taking too many risks because he is the guy, the anchor. He's the guy who has to bat, bat long and bat through. I think in Test cricket. Um, obviously, it's a huge test playing test cricket. We know that. Um, but I think on the pitches, they tend to be pretty good. Um, and and if he can get in, if he can get in, there's other players who are scoring runs at the other end. And, and I think he just takes his eye off the ball a bit. But I think with his role, especially in 50-over cricket, he knows he's the anchor. That's his specific role. And he has to bat through, like Kane Williamson does mm. um, uh, for, for New Zealand. And he plays it really, really well. Now, Joe Root, I think the pressure, when it comes down to test cricket now, I think it does become a mental thing at the highest level at test cricket because how many times does he go past 50 and not get to 100? Yeah, I know. And certain players were like that. Certain players were like that. Thor people, I can remember, in one-day cricket, were especially like that. He was at the start, wasn't he, Thor at test level, actually. He scored that century on debut, and then for a long, long time, he, he found it very difficult to convert, and then almost something clicked, and, and he... He got rid of that problem. Belly was the same, wasn't he? Ian yeah, Bell. it happens. 
the Test cricket, because it's such a milestone, isn't it, in Test cricket to get to a century yeah. and get to a five-four. It's like me getting on the board, to be fair, at Lords. The amount of times I got four-four, but I just couldn't cross the line. I couldn't get the fifth. That is very interesting. And it's same, it's same, it's same with the hundred. It becomes such a milestone in one-day cricket. He goes, oh, we got five-four. Oh, we got hundred. But in Test cricket, it's looked upon as the ultimate, isn't it? You get up on a board now at most grounds for one-day hundreds or one-day five-fours. You get nowhere. But Test cricket, it's there forever. It's up in lights. And I think sometimes it probably does play on your mind. Some people would suggest that Joe Root's keenness to get bat on ball is his downfall. And he is a he is a kind of batsman, isn't he, at Test cricket and one-day cricket, where comes to the crease and before you know he's 20-odd, 30-odd, not out. You know, then he's got 50, he's on the way, 60-odd. But does he need to almost change the way he plays a little bit? Um, he very rarely gets bogged down, but at times you find him getting out, playing at deliveries that maybe didn't need to. But that's the modern-day cricketer, isn't he? We don't get many Alistair Cooks who um, just stays behind his wall um, and every so often he might play a shot and then he goes back behind the wall, doesn't he? So there's not many test cricketers uh, like Alistair. Do you I think, think if... I think if... Joe Root is the modern-day test cricketer in... It's right there. It's in a tin. Um, that's the way they play now. You look at India's batting. That's the way they play. Mm. All the way down. Um, A.B. de Villiers. Some of the best players in the world who we talk about will get all the headlines are all players who score quickly. So I think Joe Root probably wants to be known as an entertainer as well. I don't. If Joe Root just wanted to bat, bat, bat and bat, I'm sure he could. It's that good. But I think he wants to entertain as well. And that's part of it. You can't have a... Can you imagine having six Alistair Cooks in your side? Oof. Yeah, we'd be, it'd be great the odd day when we'd be just batting for two days. But how boring could it be? Well, in but you need one fairness, of them. You need one of them. In fairness, Goffey, when we were top of the tree, number one in the world, when we beat Australia in Australia 2010-11, you take KP out of that uh, attack. Um, and Belly as well, who's as... as a, aesthetically a pleasing as a batsman as you can oh, see. Oh, he could but... get tied down, though, by the oh, legs. Oh, he absolutely he, he, could. He, he was just happy just to stay in against the legs. But you've got Cook and Strauss. I mean, you know, we love Strauss, but you know, he wasn't the most uh, pleasing on the eye batsman. Then you had Trot coming in. You had Collingwood in the top six. You know, that wasn't a batting order that uh, one many plaudits uh, for the beauty of the game, but it just churned out runs, didn't it? Yeah, and, and to be fair, against Australia... You've got players there. They're all decent on the back foot. I think that was a big part of England being successful there. That's a very good shout. Uh, Strauss, very good square of the wicket. Alistair yeah. Cook, very square of the wicket. Didn't like driving straight. Everybody knows that. And that's what one of the arguments way back with KP and uh, Strauss when uh, they said, oh, well, he told him how to bowl at him. Everybody knew how to bowl at Strauss when he first came onto the scene. Yeah. I did a tour with him in uh, to the West Indies. I think it was 2003 one-day tour uh, when I didn't have a clue he was. <laughs> so I've not played much... Uh, County cricket, and um, he actually, I remember bowling at him and thinking, does he ever hit the ball back past you? <laughs> just pitching it that far up and he just sits back, cuts and pulls, he was so good at it. Yeah. But what a player. And do you know what I mean? When you go to Australia and you can afford to sit back, that team was so suited 
to Australia and they were all at their peak at that time and it was such a, a successful tour because they all played well off the back foot. Well, look, uh, Mark Wood, who was part of the uh, victorious team, was a guest on with Alan Brazil on the Sports Breakfast Show. And with the World Cup coming up next year, he said following that 2-1 series win against India, confidence is growing. The the message after Trent Bridge was um, it just simply wasn't good enough, but let's not panic. Um, I think previously it might have been doom and gloom, but Mogi keeps it very simple, just says, look, this is where we need to improve. Um, it's not the day all and end all. We'll go to training the next day. We work on the things that um, we need to do. And then we improved um, at Lords. And then I think yesterday at Leeds was probably a more all-round perfect performance from everyone. And um, it was certainly nice to get one over India, who are ranked number two and um, in such a big game where we're, we're building it like a semi-final or a final of a World Cup. Uh, we certainly stood up, and, and that's a great thing to come. And Owen Morgan, you know, as a as a captain, he's a you know, fantastic leader. He gives off great sort of his personality. He gives off great vibes to to know that he's in total control. He had a great day yesterday, back to back, good scores and you know in winning uh, in winning games. But the England first, the, in my opinion, England first team captain, which is a test captain because we're all traditionalists. So, Joe Root, after being left out of the 2020 back to back hundreds, fantastic innings. But come on, Woody, what was that celebration? <laughs> Yeah, and, uh, the lad, he'll never live that down. The best thing for me is if I say anything daft, I can always just bring up that bat drop and take the pressure off me. <laughs> and, uh, Rudy has to deal with that for the rest of his career now. So now the lads are, are getting stuck into him. That was uh, that was um, some delivery from Rashid, wasn't it? Poh. Yeah, unbelievable. Um, even from so I was at sort of um, sh- short, sort of fine leg. Um, so I couldn't really see what had happened, but I knew from Coley's reaction that it had to be a pretty good ball. Um, to get someone like him. I just seem to keep fighting in the middle of his back, so it was nice to see someone actually <laughs> get one past. <laughs> Life is full of awesome what ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. If your passion for travel is on par with your passion for cricket, then I have some excellent news. The ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is being hosted in Barbados this June, which makes it the perfect destination for your summer holidays this year. To make the most of your trip, you can also experience eight matches from the series in Barbados, including England against Scotland and England against Australia. In under a month's time, you could be spending your days exploring the vibrant streets of Bridgetown, drinking rum in the sunshine and experiencing exotic Bayesian delicacies in the culinary capital of the Caribbean. There truly is something for everyone. There's no need to wait a second longer. Head to 
Visit barbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, truly the best place to be a cricket fan. One apiece, I suppose, then, Goffey, the T20 series going India's way. Uh, India, um, I mean, we talked about MS Dhoni last week, didn't we? 32 for one after the first 10 overs. We're not going to go into it in great detail, but I found it very surprising that Shikhar Darwan, who had gone at the English bowlers in all three T20s, the first two ODIs, uh, suddenly decided not to bother. It was all a bit weird, um, and India didn't really recover from that. 256 for eight, and Joe Root, 100 not out. Owen Morgan, 88 not out. England take the series. Uh, This time next week, of course, we will have a full test preview uh, with some great guests, some good audio, and we'll be looking forward to the first test match and beyond, uh, which gets underway at Edgbaston. But uh, the big story this week, Goffey, um, after a superb series with the ball, Adil Rashid. Uh, Could he he be in line for a test comeback? And if he could, you know, what does that say about his decision to not play red ball cricket for Yorkshire? Well, it's a close shot. That's what it's telling us, isn't it? Um, but there's a group of players who are going to get selected for England and that's it. Um, so it looks like you don't have to play county cricket anymore. If you're an England centrally contracted player, whether it be white ball cricket or red ball, you've every chance of playing. Um, and that's what it's telling the rest of county cricket. I think it's a bad call. Um, I understand why they're, they're thinking about Rashid. Um, other than probably an 11 test match period, his test match career has been pretty poor mm. um, one of the biggest criticisms of Rashid is he doesn't knock the top over or top order over enough um, and would he knock the top o- order over of India um, in a test series when they're not trying to score at five four five six and over this is a thing isn't so it so this is what we've got to be careful about um, he's had his opportunities it didn't work out they went for Mason Crane over Rashid that tells you a story in itself how highly they rated him at that point, which surprised me. I think Rashid is a better bowler at this moment in time than Mason Crane, but they went for Mason Crane. That's the point. And that's one of the reasons Rashid decided probably to walk away. Now, we don't know the ins and outs, and we still haven't been told, or he hasn't still told us why he walked away from red ball cricket, whether it be personal reasons or whatever it may be, or he just fell out of love with playing the longer form. We still haven't told us. He kept telling he was going to tell the world, and he hasn't yet. But they cannot pick him for a test match when he's deciding not to play for his county. I think that would be a bad call. I really, really do. But is that going to bother Trevor Bayliss? No. Ed Smith, James Taylor, Trevor Bayliss. This selection panel is... Well, there you go. It, I'll, leave it, I'll leave it with you. Well, That's your selection panel. Oh, my word. I'm going on holiday. <laughs> well, they go on holiday yet. Yeah, we've got five tests coming up. It is strange, though, isn't it? There's a, there's a touch of populism about the selection so far. You know, when Ed Smith was brought in, there was a talk from Andrew Strauss, director of cricket, that he was going to have a, you know, a fresh way of looking at selection. There was a hint that he was going to look more at the analytics, the statistics behind... Uh, cricket. That doesn't seem to be the case. He's not looking at any statistics. The statistics will tell you that Rashid has struggled <laughs> in test cricket, getting the top harder out. That's what he'll tell you. He's not looking at statistics at all. It was going into an interview and impressing the people who he had the interview with. Football managers have been doing it for years with a slideshow. That's what they all do. 
AVB hasn't got a clue. Remember him? He went in and blew him away, Tottenham, with his with his <laughs> yes. presentation. And he got the job purely on his presentation. That's what happens. And obviously, a very intelligent man, Ed Smith, and all this statistic stuff, to pick Rashid, statistics tell you, but he won't perform. But I rate him highly. I think he's going to get better as he's getting older, and Rashid is. He's control of the ball in the one-day series, mm. although he has got the fielders in the right place, and they are trying to score at 6-7 and over. This is a thing, It makes it? a big difference. We've got to think about this, this guys, and I don't think there's any thought gone into it. They're just thinking, well, is our best leg spinner? Let's pick him. Uh, let's hear from Nasser Hussain, former England captain, speaking on Sky Sports. Let's see if he uh, agrees or disagrees with our very own Darren Goff not how it works you play and then selectors select you don't tell selectors oh, i'm now available you have to play red ball cricket so make your mind up and also when you make that decision initially about i'm going to think ahead think then i could be having a really good summer why close your door on anything why not leave all avenues open that if i am bowling well i could get selected again for england listen it's up to him he can, he can do what he wants. It's his career. It's up to him whether he wants to make himself available or not. If I was an England selector, I would not go down that road. Nasser Hussain agreeing with uh, Darren Goff on Sky Sports. And I suppose a case in point of what you were saying as well, Goffy, is that it's one thing taking wickets in ODI cricket and T20 cricket when you're a, a spinner. Uh, you only have to look at Koldeep Yadav, who has been named in the India Test squad. Five for in the T20s, six for 25 first ODI. He won't play. Three won't for play 68, naught for 55. When, A, England had had a good look at him, and B, England didn't need to go at him. He and that is, that is a key thing, because in the Test matches, you don't have to go at the spinners, do you? Yeah, that's the difference. You're looking one-day cricket and T20 cricket. The most successful bowlers over the last, what, three, four years have been spinners. Yeah. Because when you're trying to score six and seven and over, and they've got fielders out, uh, bowling when no, not in the power plays, it makes a big difference. You know what I mean? So the spinners are going to be they're going to be the wicket takers, and that's what makes Plunkett's performances pretty impressive for England. And one of the biggest thing worries I've got. It's a good uh, point, that very good point, that. Yeah, it makes it really impressive. Is Plunkett's figures? If you look at most mm. seam bowlers around the world, they're not doing it, and, and and people are talking about him, the one to be dropped. Now, going back to the one days, just quickly on that, England's team, awesome. Brilliant to beat India. I think India are going to need to make a few changes and they will come the World Cup next year. England, I think they've got the starting eleven. But the worry is for me, going forward, just quickly onto the World Cup, mm. is the bowling attack. I'm still not sure if it's the right bowling attack and the right uh, balance, but we'll, we'll find out going on. But onto this spin situation, Rashid. I'm totally with Nasser. Rashid can't pick and choose. He seems to want to do that and he has done his whole career. Very talented player, can bat. I, I thought the world of him when I captained Yorkshire. I batted him at six, gave him every opportunity, and I gave him the field he wanted. And I knew he needed cover because he, he's, he's a confidence bowler. Now, obviously, at this moment in time, with the wickets he's taking, he's full of confidence, isn't he? Mm. But if Rashid would have got the call to go play in the CPL and a few other leagues around the world, would he want to be playing in the Test match against India? Has it worked out for him so far, this white ball contract? IPL, nobody wanted him. Big Bash, nobody wanted him. CPL, I don't think nobody wants him, do they? Uh, well, they've got to w- I think they have to wait to see how Yorkshire do. Well, there you go. So, But, but the issues but are... The point, the point you're thinking making is, now, is correct. Yeah, the thing I'm thinking now is thinking, it's not really was it made out to be this. He's missing out on all the leagues, the Canadian League. He missed out on that because of the one-day series with England. 
So he's probably thinking now, Test Series against the India is looking good. And a tour this winter off to Sri Lanka, where it'll spin. Wow. And yeah. West Indies, which will spin. And that's where England are looking here and thinking, England A-team have just been over to the West Indies and got battered by two orthodox spin bowlers. Yeah? Yeah. So they're thinking, this winter, we're going to need a leg spinner. Now, Mason Crane has got this injury again. He had an injection to play in the final, which was stupid. And now Rashid, who's our best leg spinner, is retired from Test cricket. So they're thinking, what a next 12 months we've got. We need Rashid. And they're desperate to get him back. But he should have played against Lancashire this week. Uh, Bess or Leach? Well, first test. Toss a coin, mate. First if, test. If, if, Bess depends or if they're playing Moeen Ali. Well, there is a feeling that they are going to play Moeen Ali. Well, if they're playing Moeen Ali, they're going to play Leach. What's the point of playing two off spinners? Left arm, slow left arm and off spin. If they don't play uh, Moeen Ali, because um, you've always been a big fan of Bess, you've, you've really If they don't play Moeen Ali, they play, they play Bess. But if they play Moeen Ali, they have to play Leach. You have to have a difference. And I think, I can't see them playing two spinners at, um, I can't see them play two spinners at um, Edgbaston. I really can't. So I think they'll go with Ali. We shall see. Uh, have you been following the, uh, the 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 exploits, the uh, the county championship, and the uh, the vitality blast? Yorkshire and Lancashire um, are coming up against each other in both formats. Lancashire beating Yorkshire by one run in the blast. What a game, by the way! What an advert for cricket. The hundred. We're talking about the hundred. What a, an advert for the blast uh, and county cricket as a whole. That game, I was glued to. It was fascinating to watch. Some unbelievable cricket. Joe Root showed how good a T20 player he is. Livingston was outstanding uh, for Lancashire. And, um, oh, dear me. And, and who said the blaster's dead? Oh, dear me, bring it back. Bring it on. It was superb. Well, you've, you've got something like 20% attendances uh, up, that is. You know, but considering this is a World Cup year, considering we've just had 24 million watching England on the, in the, on the TV, you've still got full houses at the Oval you've got four houses at Lords you've got that kind of crowd uh, watching a Roses clash um, and then today reports in the paper surrounding the 100 is that it's going to be 15 players per side per side uh, bowlers not having to field um, the the likes of Root and Stokes allowed to play at the start of the competition um, they're going to get rid of the 10 ball over they're going to be 5 ball overs but you can bowl two overs in a row. There won't be any overs. That won't. That'll be a thing of the past. Um, it does seem like it's silly season. Twenty times five, make it simple. Hundred balls. I've been saying that all along. Um, I, I don't get why all this stuff about ten balls changing it ten times and all that stuff. It's they want to save time. Just make it simple. They keep saying it's the game. We're making it simple for everyone. Some of the reports I've seen over the last week or so going into detail about, well, one bowler can bowl 10 one end, but if he doesn't really want to do it, he can bowl two bowlers, can bowl that one end and bowl five bowlers each. But that's up to the captain. Then we'll change end 10 times. I'll tell you what, lost me, lost lost everyone. For people who know cricket, they'll get it. But people who don't follow cricket, how are they going to understand that? Ball well, 10 overs one end, ball 10 overs the other, 20 times five, a power player 10 overs anywhere where the ball inside when he uses it or the batting side. Simple as that. It's do, easy. Do you know what, mate? It, this, this reminds me a little bit of the Brexit negotiations, OK, where <laughs> Theresa May comes out and goes, right, right, OK, um, everyone disagrees, but I'm the boss, so we're going to do it this way, OK? 
I don't think they know who the boss is. Well, we know who the boss is, but the problem is he's got a committee of people on there who are all trying to do their... They're getting paid a lot of money to do their job. Well, So they're all having an opinion and all trying to be clever is, with it. Just make problem. it simple. This is the problem. It's the same like in the House of Commons. So Theresa May comes out goes, we're going to do it this way. And the blokes to the right of her say, no, 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 we're going to do it this way. So she goes, oh, OK, OK, well, we'll just change this bit and we'll do it your way. And then the people to the left go, oh, no, 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 you've got to do it this way. So then she turns around and goes, all right, OK, well, I'll do it that way. It's a fudge. Look, just make a decision. Stick, Just stick by it. Just do it. Stop leaking out these little bits left, right and centre, changing that, tweaking that. Just just make a decision and do it. Because I don't want two years of this. It's absolutely ridiculous. And what it does, it just fans the flames, doesn't it? Because one, one everyone's concern. just like, well, who you, actually is in control of this thing? One concern, I don't know how they're going to fit it into the itinerary. That's one thing we're going to find out uh, of, of, well, down the line. Well, they're going to be playing. Get this, I read today, Lizzie Ammon in the Times. They're going to be playing... 50 over cricket at the same time. There's going to be other other cricket going on as well as the test matches. Well, it'd be another people who watch the 100 ball over 50 over, I would say. But I'll tell you what would have been an interesting test if they were to put the big bash on, uh, sorry, uh, the blast, mentality mm. blast on at the same time. <laughs> I think people would have snubbed the 100, 100%. And, and not, but I don't think it's, um, let's say it's grown on me, the 100, but I just think yeah, it's yeah, yeah, the, old to and fro- it. the old to and fro has really bugged me. Just make a decision. It's quite simple. Twenty times five, ten ball power play. Swap end, swap swap end after ten overs. It's easy. It's quick. Finishes in two and a half hours. Job done. I get it. I get it. But all this to and throwing. Uh, it's all down to. Let's just be honest about it. A competition. A competition is only as good as the players you get in it. And everybody knows that. So what they need to do to attract to these franchises, because the counties have already got their teams, they've already got their members, they've already got their supporters, who all turn out in their droves, as you've just seen by some of the games, mm. which was a fantastic spectacle at Old Trafford for a, redu- a reduced-over game. Look how many fans were in there. The atmosphere was... It was unbelievable. So the 100 overs, to attract a new audience, all they've got to do, and they all know it, and it's guaranteed it's going to happen, every team's going to have an Indian cricketer. Or a Pakistan if cricketer. They could get because that that's sorted. what's going to happen. Because if yeah. it doesn't, they're not going to get a new audience. Yeah. So every team will either have a Pakistan cricketer or an Indian cricketer. You watch this space 100%. Uh, talking about watching this space, uh, what do Joe Root, Kane Williamson, and Johnny Bairstow have in common? Well, I know the part of Jordan Clark's hat trick which was an unbelievable, an unbelievable uh, trio of people to get out <laughs> on an trick. Now, yesterday I talked about this um, on um, Drive Time. Yeah. And getting an trick is one of the best feelings. I think I've got about six um, in oh, all right. forms. Um, I, once got two, I once got back-to-back um, in uh, day-night matches. I got one in pre-season against Western Province in uh, Cape Town. And then I came back in and played against Lancashire <laughs> in a day-nighter. And I got an hat-trick there, which was Akram, Heg, and Yates. Oh, that's that was pretty back good. in 1998. Now, some of the hat-tricks you go out, and those three names you've just mentioned, Joe Root, Kane Williamson, and Johnny Bairstow. Mm. Now, that's a pretty good hat-trick, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> yeah. That's a pretty good one. If you were to get one hat-trick in your life, that's pretty special. Really, really is. And some of the hat-tricks out there, you try and look at them. And I thought Glenn McGrath got one, a decent one, which was Campbell, Lara and Adams. Now, that's pretty special. That yeah? is pretty good. That, that, that is that, pretty good. Yeah. That, Lara that's pretty... and Adams, especially. That is pretty good. 
Mm. Corky's wasn't bad, I suppose. But... Corky's was really good. Uh, Richie Richardson, uh, yeah. Junior Murray, and uh, the, the, mind you, they were all LBW candidates at that period of their careers. Richie, Richie's uh, eyes had gone back then. That was his, <laughs> probably his last series. What a great bloke, by the way. But he's, he, he was coming towards the end. Junior Murray was an LBW <laughs> candidate 100%. And Carl Looper, which was his best delivery, actually, no. full and straight. Carl, reverse swing, went yeah. back in. But, yeah, very, very good at Corky's. Uh, and Jordan Clark was on with Alan Brazil on the Sports Breakfast Show. Obviously, over the moon with what's happened. So, yeah, it's, it's obviously a great feeling. I'm not sure if you've seen the video. It's just, obviously, I think there's an element of luck. Um, I mean, everyone, obviously, the yeah, just to get wickets, so obviously to get three in a row was was, um, was amazing for me. Um, yeah, I was just trying to sort of, I obviously got Joe Root out LBW. Um, I felt like everything clicked that ball, and I just try to repeat, you know, what I did well um, for the next two balls. And yeah, luckily three wickets in, in three balls. So it's yeah, great. How, how much pressure did you feel for the third one when you were running up there? Did you think is this going to happen for me? I, I might never get another chance again, or have you been close to it before? But you, this one obviously paid off for you brilliantly. Well, no, I've never been close to be fair. Um, you know what? I was just so happy I got two in two um, yeah. really good players. Um, obviously, to contribute, the team was really good, and I was yeah. I had no expectation of a hat trick. It was just basically doing what you did the uh, two balls before. I, I was probably most happy with the first one. You fair, should have but, said all um, three were brilliant, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jordan, I'm sure you've been told this um, that the last Lancastrian to take a uh, a Roses hat trick, indeed the only other one was back in 1968. Ken Higgs uh, took a hat-trick. But uh, in the meanwhile, well, I mean, surely the third wicket, you know, you've got out Joe Root, arguably one of the top four batsmen in the world. Um, you've got out Kane Williamson, arguably long, along with A.B. de Villiers and, and Virat Kohli, one of the top four batsmen in the world. When you see old Bairstow strolling out there, you must know you're going to get him out, surely. <laughs> oh, no, absolutely not. I just thought, yeah, I just had no expectation. Um, I just knew I was sort of like, I hit a bit of a streak and I was hot. So I just thought, you know, it, it might happen, it might not, but, you know, just just don't get ahead of yourself and just try and, you know, keep doing what you're doing sort of thing. Jordan, I've got another fantastic stat here for you. Again, you may be across all these, I don't know. The three men you got out are currently ranked in the world, number three, number four, and number 16. And between them, they have 30,372 first-class runs. <laughs> That's a pretty impressive stat, to be fair. It um, is, um, and but of course, and one more thing about this, and uh, you are allowed to gloat here. It's one thing doing it in an ordinary match to do it in the Roses match is something else, isn't it? Oh, exactly. I mean, if there was ever a match to sort of, I'd choose to do it in. It would be definitely a Roses class. Uh, it always feels a little bit more special when it's against Yorkia. So, um, yeah, really please. Lancashire's uh, Jordan Clark there speaking with Alan Brazil. Uh, Goffey, that's pretty much all we've got time for. Um, back to normal next week. Of course, this week was a podcast-only show because uh, there's darts on TalkSport 2. Um, but a full test preview. And to be honest with you, mate, we love the T20s and the ODIs, um, but that is something that we can really get our teeth sunk into. A five-test series, England against India, in very, very hot and uh, sultry conditions. 
Yep, it is, and I can't wait for next week. But just a quick shout-out uh, to a couple of players this week who really stood up because you could question Ben Stokes' fitness, but came at 25 overs, 5 for 52. Much-needed uh, morale boost for Ben Stokes. He needed some wickets. Rory Burns for Surrey in the runs again, mate. Mate. 153. He's averaging 97. Uh, it's just ridiculous. Uh, player of the year so far uh, for me has been outstanding. Bit of a worry, Jimmy Anderson um, got bashed around a bit at, at Old Trafford on a baller-friendly pitch with the looks. He's, he's at the minute, I think in that game he ended up with about two for 90. Yeah, both him and Brody um, they're um, carrying knocks, aren't they? Yeah, carrying knocks. So uh, it's a little bit of a concern. Um, but uh, other than that, well done, Ben Stokes. Uh, much needed 5-4. Brilliant stuff. Goffey, uh, have a great week on Drive. Looking forward to the show next week. It's going to be live. Um, looking ahead to that first test, that first test match at Edgbaston, the first of five test matches in just over a month. England against India, and we will have all of that preview action for you right here on TalkSport 2. You can listen live on DAB or via the website. Uh, but for now, that's all we've got for you. It's Darren Goff's Cricket Week on TalkSport 2. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you're keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today.